Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets heart and soul. In our conversations, we dig deep into soulful mindfulness, soulful mindset, as well as soulful manifestation. Today, I am so happy to bring on the show Logan Renee. She is a speaker and self-love coach who just published a book called Never Ask for Permission Again. Our conversation was complete fire. We talked about everything about women denying that they even have a self-love issue, as well as how you sometimes have to punch distraction in the face. Tune in for this amazing episode. Welcome to the Mind Soulful Show, where mindfulness meets your heart and soul. I'm your host, Brooke Sidney. I'm an abundance accelerator, mind soulful mentor, and an inner voice and soul story coach. This show dives deep into soulful mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation. It will help you manifest more inner and outer abundance in the form of greater self-love, hearing your inner voice, as well as more presence, freedom, ease, and greater self-confidence in you being you. So if you're looking to learn more about the high vibe tools of mindfulness, mindset, and manifestation to love the life you are presently living, you are tuned into the right show. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Mind Soulful Show with me, your host, Brooke Sidney. Hi, today we are going to dive deep into, of course, my favorite topics, which are soulful, mindfulness, soulful mindset, as well as manifestation. I'm so excited that we have Logan Renee here with us. She is a speaker and love coach, but she's also a contract administrator for the Department of Defense and the Chief Creative Director of the Logan Design Project. She has an affirmation and clothing company and is the author of, you guys, the number one release book, Never Ask for Permission Again. Her heart work is taking women on a journey of self-love, self-awareness, and self-care through the Logan Logan Renee show on YouTube and through the Soul Kate soulcation podcast i love that name soulcation podcast thank you so much for joining us logan i'd love for you to say a little bit about yourself i know we gave a bio but i love hearing it from from the words themselves yeah thank you so much for having me on the show first of all so excited you're here. <laughs> self-love i'm all about it i'm so happy you're here like i love this topic so thank you of course um so background grew up in mississippi Love Mississippi, adore it always. Uh, currently reside in California. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> a whole different mindset in California, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I moved here mainly because when I grew up, my mom always, we weren't rich. So she would always take us in the rich neighborhoods. We would be in the mall where you could tell there was a little more money walking around. She always took us around possibility. So I wanted to live in an area where there was possibility and opportunity. And I feel like had I not moved to California, the book wouldn't have been finished. The growth that's taken place in a year probably never would have happened because the mindset here makes you want to be better immediately. It's not I'll write it down and hopefully I'll be successful one day. Like the mindset is let's go right now. Well, you have, you have jumped us right into the mindset. What do you think <laughs> is present here in California um, that makes 
mindset more top of mind or makes people actually want to think about their mindset? Either I've met people like either you're going to be the person everybody knows as the talker or you're going to be the person that's the doer and mm. everybody is watching you. Mm. As small as you think California is, is well, as large as you think it is, it's small as far as communities of people who are doing things and not just act here, out here trying to act as if they are. You know the movies. Right. Right. You know who, and it's so funny because you'll watch people online or, you know, see people at networking events and it's like, oh, I have to meet this person. It's always the person that you ignore or you don't think is that go-to person. That's the person you really want to get to know because it's not the people that's on the stage and it's not the people that have all the followers that's getting it done. It's those little quiet people in the back of the room that's very observant. Those are the people you probably want to get to know. It's the people in the back of the room. I love that. You're, you're right. We often underestimate those because they don't look or sound or, you know, or they're not screaming for attention, but yet, you know, they're the ones that are actually bringing it. They're actually doing the work. They're actually showing up and showing out, but in their own way, which is kind of a beautiful testament of like who they are anyway. Definitely. Definitely. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're just, we're just getting right into it. But one of the things I really wanted you to talk about is, Kind of your self-love journey. How did that start? It started with me losing my mom. So she passed away from stage four breast cancer. And she would always tell me who I was. She was the affirmation queen. She was Miss Positive. You couldn't say anything negative around her. We couldn't even say shut up growing up like as siblings to each other. And I would just call her. So anytime I was discouraged, anytime I felt sad or I was made fun of or anything, I just call her. So when I lost that voice on the other side of the phone, I had to dig down and find my own voice, which was really challenging because you've had somebody else's voice affirming you for 25 years. And then it's like, oh, well, let me go encourage myself. Let me see what that's like. So, and after losing my mom, I got out of a situationship that I was in too long that mm. was just mind-blowing and draining. Situationships. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's chapter one in the book, people. And then moving to a, a state by myself, no family and friends. So there's no picking up the phone, calling, like, let me come over. I'm sad. Mm -hmm. I had to heal myself in the middle of my floor. So that's where the self-love love journey began. And I had to really uncover who I was. Like, what, what are you doing here? Because life is bigger than brunch and going on trips and hanging out with the girls. It has to be something greater and something deeper that you're supposed to be attached to. So what you going to do, Logan, Renee? What are you going to do? <laughs> I love that. Because like, even for myself, like my self-love journey, it started when I realized that like my marriage was coming to an end. You know, like it's usually... Unfortunately for a lot of people, they don't start thinking about these things until life hits them in the behind, you know, and, and when something happens that makes you fall flat and be like, who am I? You exactly what you're saying. What do I stand for? What do I want? And my value and you're blessed to have a beautiful mother. I'm so sorry to hear about your loss, but blessed to have a mother that was affirming you um, and giving you a place to start. So how did you actually start you know what i mean like developing even your definition i often ask people what's your definition of self-love like how did you kind of pick yourself off the floor you know what i mean and start going down that journey so i had to figure out who i was and i call this 
soul formations because what you're really doing is your spirit is super smart but your soul gets to decide what to believe so i came up with a list of soul formations which i don't mind sharing with the audience of course Yay! um of figuring out definitions of who i really am not who social media tells me i am after they like one of my pictures or they don't like one of my pictures right mm -hmm. so i was like okay so if i'm special called chosen a multi-purpose masterpiece set apart mm. unique crafty clever consistent if i am these things well let me try them out you know it's really about persistently discovering who you are and then falling in love with what you find out even if it's if, even if you don't like everything you may not like the fact you know sometimes you're a little shady and sometimes you're a little messy but at least you know that there are so many people that don't know the truth about themselves yes. people call them out it's like no i'm not that's not true yes you are shady like let's be honest with ourselves so self-love is truly about truly about persistently showing up trying to discover every part of yourself this the parts that you like the parts that you love the parts that you're finally okay with and let's say you had a bad a bad childhood Everybody didn't grow up with roses, right. <laughs> you know, and fairies. So right. even though you don't like how you grew up, you accept the part of your story and you start writing out how you want the next chapter to really look. Ooh, yeah. you, are, you are speaking my language in terms of, <laughs> no, you are in terms of, you know, I'm definitely big on, you know, even as a myself, as a mind soulful coach and abundance accelerator, but I help a lot of people actually write stories. And I truly yeah. do believe that, you know, some of our story, right, we're given, right? We're blessed to have certain experiences. And then some of it is up to us to craft that story and to derive the meaning out of it. Because no one can tell you who you are. Only you can say who you are and, and live that. But one of the things that I really thought was beautiful that you just talked about was persistently showing up and discovering who we are. Because I talk about this with my clients. It's a journey, so like every moment, I don't know what you think, but it seems like every moment we are changing, you know, we're growing, hopefully we're not stalling out and being stagnant, but we're growing and we're changing and our experiences continue to um, help us to grow, right? If we are in the right mindset, right? And we're continuing to discover ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about that honesty piece because I'm, I'm big on that. Tell me what you think. I mean, are most people, I said, I think a lot of people are sitting around here either not doing the work and definitely not being honest. So I would love to hear your thoughts on the whole honesty part. I think nine times out of 10, people don't know what the work is or what the work looks like. That's why you need a self-love coach. You need an empowerment coach. Mm -hmm. Somebody just, that's not your best friend. That's not going to sugarcoat it, but not going to be, you know, mean about it either. Cause once your client grows, you, you grow. You know what I'm saying? Right, so exactly. it's about knowing that the work is necessary and then asking people, what's your perception of me? What do you truly think about me? What do you see me as? It's going to shock you. And ask them to be super honest with you. Like, don't spare my feelings. Don't try to be nice. And I was shocked. Like, what people saw about me was nicer than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I was like, oh, okay, you know. And some of the things were hard. But, and ooh, something Warren Buffett said. He said, write down a list of characteristics that you admire about somebody that you really look up to. And work on those characteristics within yourself. 
and you'll look up in five to six to seven to 10 years and you'll see that you are that person. So one of the things that you talk about um, and even one of the things that your mom helped you with is affirmations. You know, I love affirmations. I like speaking them out loud. I like writing them. Tell me a little bit about your affirmations and, you know, how they've worked with you and how they're working with your clients. So I call them soul formations because they are shaping your decision maker. Your soul gets to decide what to believe every single day, what to disregard, what to accept. A lot of people have a lot of scar tissues because their soul accepted that they weren't pretty that their breath stinks, that they don't have a personality, instead of saying stuff like I'm a multi-purpose masterpiece. Their soul didn't hear that. So they couldn't choose those definitions. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think it's important because you need to tell yourself what to believe every single day. And you need to get rid of the scar tissues that other people placed on you or you placed on yourself. And it's really from the years zero to 18. I think a lot of people are just rewiring that mindset. And I would also say, be patient with yourself. Like you're you're rewiring 40 years, 30 years, 22 years of a mindset. So be patient with yourself. But those affirmations, affirmations, they're super important. They are your gas. That's your fuel. Um, I love that. I know that in a lot of the clients that I've worked with, a lot of the kind of baggage, as you said, scars, have actually occurred in childhood, right? Like they may, they may not have had, you know, the beautiful mom speak affirmations. I know I'm speaking them over and with my son who's five, right? And I have girlfriends because we know now to do this, right? Like some of this stuff is not blaming the other moms. They didn't help, they didn't have the tools, right? Like a lot of people yeah. didn't have the tools. They didn't know to do it. It wasn't something being done. But what are some of the blocks that you are seeing most often to people um, not loving themselves fully? They think they do. <laughs> I agree. It's like gratitude. Everyone thinks they're grateful. I agree. I agree. That's good. That's good. It, it's a practice. It's a practice, practice of showing up. All right. What am I going to accept about myself today? Mm. I said I was going to get up at five and go to the gym. I didn't keep that promise to myself. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, no matter what, it's happening. You know what I'm saying? It's like taking it day by day. I think we try to reach for the next six months. I'm getting up and I'm going to the gym. <laughs> if you work on tomorrow, if you are a part of that day, that's, that's all you have to work on. Don't try to do more than, you know, because you're not going to stick to it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was your exact question? Because I can go, honey. I was just saying the blocks, but you made me think about something and I'll touch on this real quick. To me, that's the part where I incorporate the mindfulness piece because everything is like a moment by moment, breath by breath awareness. And you are so right about let's, yeah, I understand you want something that's happened in six months from now, but it's actually created right now in this present moment. So let's focus on loving ourselves right now and whatever it is, that small step each day. So I, I, love, I love that you brought that up because to me that is the mindfulness piece. But I was asking um, about like the blocks and you said the first one you thought of was that they think that they are loving, self-loving, which I totally <laughs> agree with. <laughs> and, and it's really, I would say the next one is remember that it's a choice. Yes. I choose to show up as myself. I choose to finish this document. I choose to eat chips or eat an apple. 
It's a choice. <laughs> so the blockage, if you just moved it out the way to the left, it's like, oh, I just have to make one choice today. That's it. Just one. And if that one choice serves the six month you or the two years you, you've done exactly what you were supposed to do that day. And that's choose. I, I agree. Um, the power of choice, the power of honesty, and the power of taking this journey moment by moment. Um, it's incredible. I mean, that, that is the work, essentially. Like, as you excavate and start learning more about yourself and just continuing to go down the path and being honest. So, can I add one more thing? Sure. Go would, ahead, please. <laughs> I would also say, Avoid trying to market your value to people or how amazing you are or how talented you are or how great of a coach or a teacher or a professor. You don't have to market that. That's who you are. You can just take two. That's another block. We're trying to present ourselves so people believe who we are instead of us just showing up knowing like this is who I am. Hello, how you doing? You know, just take two steps back and say, this is who I am. This is how I'm going to show up. I'm not trying to make sure you believe this is who I am. Right. Right. When you, you're right. When you show up and you are fully in your, as I call it, like beingness, as you being who you are, right? Yeah. It's the same thing as that person you brought up in the beginning, in the room. The person who's showing up as they are, they're not the loudest person, but they are standing full, proud, confident in their who and what they are, in their beingness. And that speaks volumes without you even actually having to be like, pick me, look at me, choose me. Your essence, how you're carrying yourself, your awareness um, speaks for you. And that's, I love that you brought that up. Let's talk about your book. Yes. Because I, I have been on this. Um, I, spirit gives me things. I feel like I don't, you know, I don't know how that works for you, but spirit will give me something. And I had been on this big thing lately about the idea of us, especially as women, I call it self-authorizing, <laughs> giving ourselves permission, not waiting for permission and not asking for permission, but authorizing ourselves um, you know, so often we have women or, and myself, you know, oh, we have to get X degree. We have to do this. We got this person to like qualify us and we have to get, you know what I mean? There's so many things when, when actually it's like, no, just start doing the darn thing. Just start doing, you know, walking towards it. Give yourself permission to live that dream. And when I saw your book, I was like, never ask for permission. I was like, this is a person <laughs> where I have a lot in common with. So tell me about your book and like how that came up, how that came to be. So it started off as healing myself. And then I realized, oh, so women are going through situationships too. They <laughs> are feeling like, you know, they're broken and they can't get past it. And I talk about in the book how brokenness is something that happened, but it does not have to be who you are. You don't have to accept yourself as a broken woman. I had a broken situation. He broke my heart. He broke my self-esteem. But it's talking about giving yourself permission to build that self-esteem back up. I talk about you being the sole proprietor of your next level. So in order for you to be the sole proprietor, that means you have to give your permission, give yourself permission to show up even if you're afraid and you don't know how everything is going to turn out. You know, to start the business, to start the podcast, to do the blog, even though nobody may watch it or right. listen, but you, you get to a place where you're consistently happy being yourself, giving yourself permission to, you know, have joy, have fulfillment, to say no 
and mm. not have to explain why you're saying no. Oh, but I called you. Well, I, I was not available, but I'll get back to you when it's time. And saying it without arrogance, but being sure about who you are. Like, I don't have the time right now, but I, I will get back with you sometime this week. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like giving yourself permission to just not have to explain stuff. So that's what the book is about. There's so much more, you know, but um, that's the gist of the book. I, I love that because um, I know even for myself, I had to learn that no is a complete sentence. Yes. Like, no, I don't, I'm not required, right? I'm not required to give you explanations and reasons and um, paragraphs around why I'm saying no, or even like why, in fact, why I'm even saying yes, it works, it works both ways. Um, do you think that maybe, I know that you have, like, you've been involved with the military, you've been, you know, I have that in background. Did you think that that's helped with your assertiveness, like really being in certain situations at all? So I'm a civilian. I don't mm -hmm. even want to take the credit as if. <laughs> I no, was no, no. But just being in that environment. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, a true difference and you can see it in people people who truly walk in who they are and the people who want you to believe this is who they are. So I never try to step into lanes and talk about stuff. I don't know. I don't mind being quiet and listening. <laughs> you know, if it's my lane, I'm showing up fully. If it's not, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be quiet. So there are some rooms that I've been in working for the federal government. I knew nothing of what they were talking about. Right. And when I did, that's when I popped on, you know, we think we, because especially as women, we always want to be heard, seen, acknowledged. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we feel like I got to say something. Oh, I, I just got to say something. And that's not true. Talk about what, you know, right. <laughs> and the other right. things, just sit back and learn, be a sponge, learn as much as possible because you're there for a reason. So you can level up. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I think that, you know, obviously we're a product of our environments. And so, you know, certain environments, you know, I definitely, as an attorney in, in, in the legal realm, you know, you're with a judge, there's a certain, you got to assert yourself different ways. You do like, there definitely are women fighting to be heard yeah. that, that <laughs> whole thing. So when I see women that are in kind of more, what we kind of consider male dominated industries, it's always interesting just to bring that forward and how we're able to just own who we are, be who we are and use our voice and speak. And you have obviously mastered that. And so I just want, I just wanted to make sure that people knew that about you because you can function in so many different environments and not let even that environment dictate obviously who you are. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the role of self-care? I'm really big on self-care. I know that you love self-care, self-awareness as well. So talk to me a little bit about um, self-care. And I'd love to hear your routines if you have any. Um, so this is going to be an answer you probably didn't expect. Get comfortable with making other people feel awkward. Because they have no problem with making you feel awkward or uncomfortable because they'll try to fill in your self-care time or, you know, your personal development time. They need you to answer the phone. They need you to show up. They need you to come to a meeting. They want you to rearrange your life for them. So get comfortable with making other people uncomfortable. If you really want your own self-care time, 
you're going to disappoint some people. Oh, yes. oh that's true. <laughs> disappoint some people. And you're going to, your best friend should be do not disturb on your phone. If, that, if you have an iPhone. That's my best friend. Three people just called me during this interview. I'll get back to you when I can, you know? And it's not that I don't think you're important or you matter because relationships are everything to me. But there has to be some time that you set aside for yourself where it's uninterrupted. If not, self-care will be something that you just talk about instead of something you participate in. Because just because you're getting your nails painted or your toes done, it doesn't mean that you're there present. You know, I agree. You could mm-hmm. just be sitting there and like, I got 66 things to do. I got to do this. And when you take that time, don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. You deserve it. If you're going hard on your dreams and your purpose, you deserve it. Uh, a lot of people do too much self-care. <laughs> <laughs> right? There's a balance. You're right. There is a balance. There's yeah. definitely a balance. I had to call myself out last week because um, I'm always doing something, but I'm doing like little little spits of it right so i was watching a little bit too much i was like let's get it together you're watching too much tv this week let's get back focused let's get on it and when you have your time you can watch it these shows aren't going anywhere you got hulu and netflix so um stop sometimes you're gonna have to tell yourself stop and to get back focused and that's so that's so interesting that you say that but being i feel like mindful being aware that self-awareness you're able to when you're paying attention to yourself, yeah. you're able to see, oh, wow, maybe I, should, maybe I should roll that back a bit. Maybe yeah. I should roll that back. And I love the do not disturb. So when I, was, when I was, um, first had my son, I, as a young, mo- as a young mom, like, I didn't know how to actually ask for it from my husband. I mean, it was literally like, because I was the full-time caretaker. And that kind of, again, started me on my self-love and self-care journey. I created a mama love planner. That's all about actually scheduling self-care time and figuring out your self-care goals, right? Like, what are you trying to do and tracking them? Because we can either not put ourselves on the list or we could go to the other extreme, you know, and be like, oh, I need to roll that back a little bit. So I do love the suggestions about the do not disturb. I think I'm going to add that to um my list of when i'm taking the time i'm doing the time um i find with moms especially but women in general we have a more difficult time asserting self-care time yes right like definitely mama guilt that's present women feel guilty about taking the time why do you think that is we so when god took He's real. He took the nurturer. He took the cultivator. He took the part of you that helps you to breathe. Like we help other people breathe. We make people mm. better. You know what I'm saying? So to walk away from something that's natural, we don't even try to be this person. It's like taking a piece of ourselves away and placing it over here. You don't even know how to to not help somebody. You see somebody about to fall, like, oh no, don't fall, Sally. You know, like it's instinct. So to shut that off for an hour or two, that's difficult. But we have to force ourselves to do it because men have no problem. You are exactly right on that. You are exactly right on that. Basketball, they don't miss a gym workout. You can't, and we really should take that from, learn that, Mm -hmm. you know, take that from them because they have no problem saying, hey, I'm going to the gym at three and I'll see you at 4.30. No problem with it. 
Right. They don't even flinch. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I completely agree. And it is, it's definitely a mindset shift. And I have found that women, it is natural for us to nurture a lot of us, right? Not all, but most, it is natural for us to nurture and take care and, you know, give the man the, you know, the first plate, the big piece of chicken, all of that stuff, right? <laughs> if you, you know, if you, if you did, if you didn't grow up with that, a lot of people know what that means, right? And yeah, so, funny. you know, so it's like, that's natural, but we also know now that, you know, we evolved a little bit and um, that we know that when we are full, when we are loving, we're not only presenting a good role model for our children, right, about how they can love themselves, how they can take care of themselves, right? It's not like it actually benefits everybody, even though we, when in the short term, we're like, oh, I'm not taking care of my husband or I'm not taking care of my family or whatever it is. I'm not being with my friends enough, whatever your circle is. But then once we actually start doing that work, protecting that time, kind of filling our cup back up, we see, oh, wow, we're able to actually give better. We're actually able to give from our higher self. We're able to give from the overflow, right? And, you know, God definitely did, you know, I love that analogy, but he wants us to be full too. God wants us to be all that we are, all that we were put here to do. You know, spirit is like, go do it. And we can't do it if we're tired, run down, you know, not able to really effectuate our purpose. So I really, really, really love that. And so you have to like get to a place where you're like, your dream actually requires that you punch interferences in the face, punch procrastination in the face because you're always being interrupted and you need uninterrupted time if you truly want to take yourself to, to the next level because self-care only enhances you so that the people behind you um benefits from it or besides i totally you. agree i totally agree and you know it's the whole thing it's like when you rise up in your purpose there's always going to be distractions there's always going to be things that can take you off course but um you know keeping your eye on the goal and taking time for yourself and as you said punch punch and distract <laughs> punch and distractions and punching it all <laughs> I, I i love it yes. so for the women who are like oh my goodness um logan is speaking my language i need i not only need the book but i need to work with her i need to get into her energy right tell us how we can work with you and some of the things that you have going on. I think you have a free confidence guide. Like she's got all sorts of things, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get you all with the confidence guide and it really takes it to another level and it's really called confidence. So confidence mm-hmm. is wholeness and confidence in a marriage and a covenant in a relationship because they can't function without each other. Wholeness is you know who you are. Confidence is the definition that you choose to walk in. So you need both. So I'm going to send you all that for free. Uh, The book Never Ask for Permission Again, I'm going to give you that link. It is on Amazon. What I'm super excited about is the course called Finally Doing Me. There are a lot of women who want to do them. And they say, oh, girl, I'm just doing me. But nobody knows what that means or what that looks like for you individually. It's just a common statement that everybody makes. So I'm going to give you a free worksheet for that course also and tell you how to find it. But I would love to just jump on a call and do a 30-minute consultation with you so we can just talk and get to know each other. 
That is beautiful. And I, I love that because you're right. So many of us, oh, we're just doing me, but then that doesn't really actually mean anything. It has no meat. It's not practical. There's not the tools available. So yeah. that's such a beautiful offering that you're putting forth. And so I'm going to encourage everyone listening or watching the show to grab these free resources, right? Like it is being presented for you to have and to move forward. So if you, I always feel like if you have heard this message today, it's like a call. It's a, a call and an invitation to take the next steps forward in your personal journey and know that, you know, what is for you is for you. And just, you know, as you said, do it with grace, do it with time, have patience with yourself. And all that information will be available in the notes and, you know, attached to the show. So make sure you are following it and having a lot of fun. So I just want to thank um, Logan so much for, you know, spending this time with us today for sharing her heart, um, you know, sharing her spirit too about her heart's work of taking these women on this self-care and self-love and self-awareness journey. And, you know, definitely take the time to investigate her work and look at it, you know, and support each other, right? We, we, as women and people here really, I feel like making a mark on, helping people's lives and helping people grow. Let's definitely support them. So thank you so much again for tuning in today. And again, thank you so much, Logan. This has been the Mind Soulful Show. Please like, love, subscribe, and review it. And make sure that you are loving the life that you're presently living. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes and subscribe. I'd love to continue the Mind Soulful Flow. Please connect with me at my website at brooksitney.com or everywhere around the web, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Sydney. Be sure to check out my latest free self-love ideas ebook on my website, and for those of you who know you want more inner and outer abundance, apply to work with me today. Until the next episode, cheers to loving yourself more and the life you are presently living.